When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. Over the next month, I'm going to take a deep dive into the role of human resources in fully operationalizing a best practices compliance program. Each day, I will pick up one topic with three key takeaways, which you can utilize to improve, enhance, or upgrade your compliance program. This series of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. The Compliance Performance Appraisal Review. One of the ways to operationalize compliance is to drive it into the DNA of an organization through a performance review. Indeed, the DOJ guidance stated, incentive system. Have there been specific examples of actions taken, e.g. promotions or awards denied, as a result of compliance and ethics considerations. Who determines the compensation, including bonuses, of as well as discipline and promotion of compliance personnel? Most human resource experts will opine that properly executed performance appraisals are critical to organizational productivity, as well as the development of employee skills and employee morale. Moreover, they can serve a couple of different functions for a best practices compliance program. First and foremost, They communicate to each employee their job performance from a compliance perspective. However, one key is not to approach the performance appraisal review as an isolated event, but rather as a continual process. This means that instead of trying to play catch up at the last minute, supervisors should provide feedback and assess job performance throughout the year so annual reviews are grounded in a year's worth of experience. This includes the compliance component of each job. The second area performance appraisal's impact is compensation. The DOJ expects that your compliance program will have both discipline and incentives, and those incentives need to be based on something. The score or other performance appraisal metrics will provide to you a standard which you can measure and use to evaluate for other purposes, such as employee promotion or advancement to senior management going forward. A 2014 Houston Business Journal article entitled Six Ways to Make Performance Reviews More Productive provided six points which you can consider in your performance appraisal around compliance. I've adapted them for the compliance component of the annual employee performance appraisal. Number one, prioritize reviews in your schedule. You should schedule the employee performance appraisal at least several days in advance rather than when a time slot suddenly opens. You should make sure that the you allot sufficient time for an unhurried give and take between the reviewer and the employee. Two, 
review the entire year's performance. You should resist the attempt to focus the discussion on the latest compliance experience. This is called recency bias. If a compliance issue arose in the past month or so, you need to keep it in perspective for the entire review period. Moreover, by focusing a review on a recent problem, you may obscure prior accomplishments and make an employee feel demoralized. Take care not to get too much in the opposite direction as recency bias can work both ways and one should not let favorable events overshadow the full review period. Three, do not hesitate to critique. Be generous with praise where it is warranted, but do not hesitate to discuss improvements needed in the compliance arena. Many supervisors are reluctant to confront and indeed desire avoid desire to avoid confrontation. However, remaining silent about an employee's compliance shortcomings is both a disservice to the company and the employee. Four, do not dominate the conversation. Remember that you must give the employee time for self-appraisal and to ask questions or to comment about the feedback received from the compliance perspective. If there are specific questions or concerns raised by the employee, you need to be prepared to address these as appropriate. Five, understand the employee's role. You need to understand and appreciate if the recent business conditions have resulted in the employees assuming the responsibility of more than one person or position. If they are relevant to the employee, acknowledge that fact and take it into account in the review. This is certainly true from a compliance perspective, as many non-compliance department employees have cross-functional responsibilities. If they claim they do not have time to handle their compliance responsibilities, you need to address this with the employee and perhaps structurally as well. Six, anticipate reprisal. Although it is rare, you can t- face a situation where an employee who is very dissatisfied with a review may refuse to sign it. The employee may be offered an opportunity to add a statement to the review. Also point out that the employee's signature is an acknowledgement of receiving the review and does not signify agreement. If the employee still refuses to sign, have a second supervisor come in and witness the refusal. This may be particularly important from the compliance perspective and certainly from the HR perspective. A proper annual review requires considerable effort from an employee and supervisors. It should be a full year process involving regular guidance and feedback and perhaps several mini reviews along the way. But rather than viewing it as an onerous process, supervisors should keep in mind that it is a tool for making their departments work more efficiently and yield better results for everyone involved. I would add this is doubly important for compliance. The potential upside can be significant from your overall compliance perspective. So what are today's three key takeaways? Number one, to incentivize compliance, you must accurately apprise and appraise senior managers and employees around compliance. It is more than simply what gets measured, what gets managed. You must actually manage employees and you must execute upon that management. As Jay Martin continually reminds us, execution is where the rubber hits the road. And the same is true in the compliance employee appraisal process. Number two, clearly communicate your expectations, then fairly evaluate employees on them. Have you set expectations for the next year? Do you have demonstrable KPIs that an employee can follow? If not, you need to come up with some so that employees will understand what's expected of them going forward. And finally, don't forget that an annual employee appraisal review can occur multiple times throughout the year. I think the better practice now is to do 
such multiple ongoing appraisals because it keeps employees fresh around compliance and their obligations. Indeed, it's another way to communicate a company's desire to embed compliance and fully operationalize compliance if you bring this up multiple times during the year. This can be for both compliance wins and if there are compliance failures or actions which may lead an employee to or could lead down a path which could lead to a compliance violation. So multiple compliance appraisals throughout the year are a good way to both communicate expectations and fully apprise and appraise an employee going forward. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of the role of HR in a best practices and fully operationalized compliance program on the February edition of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program. 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.